0: NL West, SD across the chest, youth movement, really dope, ex-prospects, Big Willie, leader of the young pups, they hating on us, Watch should youth them jump up, we ain't care, we ain't scared of nobody, the outfield, mad skills, lotty dotty, Austin Hedge is throwing out everybody, we at the ballpark, every game's a party, ignorance is bliss, so we never trip, if the pitching's up the bar, watch out for the kids. EVT is out here broadcasting, broadcasting. EVT is out here podcasting question and answer james and patrick ask them. ask them question and answer james and patrick ask them, them. audrey's EVT podcast, podcast. audrey's EVT podcast.
1: podcast greetings and welcome to the east village times podcast i'm your host james clark and with me as usual is patrick brewer what's going on patrick
2: i'm um, doing good james how are you
1: not too bad um a little bit of uh suffering i guess the the tank is in full effect right now for the padres um you know i guess we had a little bit of false hopes uh after the uh after the rocky series when uh when they're at 500 uh you know it, it's it's tough seeing them lose five in a row but you know i guess it's pretty much inevitable i mean this team is uh is not built to compete or win right now and uh, um you know, it, it, there's still some exciting things. You, you know, what, what do you think, Patrick? Talk, talk to me about what you've seen so far uh, early in, in the 15-game season.
2: I mean, yeah, obviously it hasn't been the easiest to watch because the, the team we love isn't really good this year, and I think we knew that. But <laughs> uh, like you said, there was a little bit of false hope. I know a couple guys had hot starts and they cooled off a bit. Um, yeah. the, the rotation has kind of showed what they're going to be. The bullpen has kind of done the same. Um yeah, I think it's just you gotta take solids in the bright the bright spots, you know. Manuel Margot is still playing well. I mean he's cooled off a bit, but he's still showing he's capable of playing in the big leagues. Uh Will Myers is having one of the best seasons of anyone in the league so far. Um uh, Ryan Schimpf is is continuing to defy odds. Uh is playing well. Yeah. So there's guys, I mean, it's not as it's not what maybe what we want it to be, but it, there's there's definitely bright spots to look into and and guys that you can see that are doing the things that they need to do to get better and improve, and and like I, like we all know, this is a long term a long term play. So yeah, uh, it's yeah not, exactly. It's not, it's not going to be easy this year, but um, there's definitely plenty to watch and plenty of bright spots to keep an eye on.
1: No, definitely, and you know, you you hit the nail on the head. There's been some uh, some positive moments that I think fans need to focus on, um, like the development of Margot and, and Renfro, and they you know just the way they're playing is pretty much showing that they belong in the major leagues and that's an exciting thing for for Padre fans. since They are the first wave of, of talent that's going to just constantly hit this team for the next 3 to 5 years. Um you know it it's it it can be a little you know it can be a little rough for a Padre fan um when we talk about the rebuild uh situation because it's something that's it you know people automatically think that uh you know once Myers or Sarlarte uh, get some value that you know AJ is going to trade them for more prospects, and you know I, I don't think there could be further from the truth right now. That you know it's 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 about the future and it's about building chemistry. And I love the way Andy Green's uh, embracing that, and like with the pajama party they had on on their, uh, their flight <laughs> from Atlanta. You know you know things like that are are what build chemistry and what you know they have the talent. It's just about playing together as a team and you know it's it's exciting, I guess we, we need to focus on the on the right things as fans.
2: Yeah, it sucks to say it, but I think this year is just about having fun and, and developing and just getting better and being put in the position that they need to be put in. And at this point a lot of these guys it's gonna be sink or swim and I think that's gonna be important for their development, especially some of the Rule Five guys. Like if those guys can excel as some of them have been, um, I think that's gonna be a recipe for success uh, in their careers long term.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, Okay, folks, uh, for our 29th episode, um, we're excited to bring you uh, Bernie Wilson, uh, AP sports writer in the San Diego area since 1991. He has uh, a wealth of knowledge about the Padres, and uh, he's always a great interview. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back uh, with Bernie Wilson. All right, folks, welcome back uh, to the 29th episode of the EVT Podcast. Uh, with us is uh, San Diego sports scribe legend, Bernie Wilson. Uh, how's it going, Bernie? How are you doing?
3: Yeah, Terrific. Just living the dream. How are you guys?
1: Uh, not too bad. I can't uh, can't speak for Patrick, but I'm not doing too bad.
2: Uh, I'm doing good. I got to watch Eric Ibar pitch last night, so I am a happy camper. You know,
3: <laughs> I was just going to mention that I'm sort of still... <laughs> Still bathing in the aura of the what will forever be known as the Eric Ibar game. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure MLB Network is gonna be reshowing that fishing yeah. performance anytime soon. Yeah. Who we don't want to even talk about Bencourt,
1: let's just talk about Ibar and his his right. uh, tour.
3: Ex- exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was looking yeah, at the you know, I was looking at the uh the pitch like tracker and it was saying he was throwing knuckleballs. I don't know about that, but uh maybe he was. <laughs>
3: Well, I think that's prob- that's probably the, the you know it was probably such a crappy pitch that that's what the guy standing behind helped <laughs> punched in. But you know, it, if uh, if Bethancourt is quote unquote the experiment, then I guess reaching for Eric Ibar would be quote unquote the travesty. I mean, this stuff really shouldn't be happening in a major league baseball game. But <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, uh, what you what? two and a half weeks into the season i mean this is going to be a long brutal six months for anybody who watches padres e- either voluntarily or involuntarily
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think uh, you're more on the involuntary part right now but um yeah it's 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 gonna be a rough uh rough season i think uh Patrick and I were talking a little while ago about how fans got a little bit of false hope when they were five and five after that Rocky series. And uh, you know the inevitable hit and uh, it is what it is. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough team to to witness firsthand. Um, but you know let, let's try to talk about some positives uh, on the team. Um, in particular, I'd like to hear from you about what you see in the locker room, um, like from Andy Green and from the players uh, versus a season versus last season. Uh, with more of a veteran squad do you you feel any difference in the locker room as far as positivity and chemistry being built if you will
3: yeah i mean that is a good point i mean you get rid of uh you know a couple of i mean i think matt kemp was nothing less than a clubhouse cancer i mean that seems to be well established uh james shields was a dude you know a so-called dude who rides a longboard I believe it is and my my oldest oldest son's a skateboarder and and longboarders are not looked upon favorably by street skateboarders so I'm I'm just throwing that out there Um, but yeah there was no chemistry last well probably the last two years no chemistry no camaraderie and you know the one thing about this team that could help it is they it's got nothing to lose You know, there's um, uh, all these young guys, their future is ahead of them. They have nothing to lose, everything to prove. Um, You know, from an organizational standpoint, they just want guys to go out there and play hard and and develop. Now, a cynic like maybe myself would say that's what the minor leagues are for, but the Padres Mm -hmm. have chosen Mm -hmm. this path. Um, They've got to live with it. Uh, as much as the fans do, but uh, but again, these these guys, you know, they're scrappy, they're hungry. Some of uh, you know, sometimes this team is fun to watch. Um, yeah. You know, Salarte, yeah. you can never go wrong. I, you know, I, I love, and everybody else does too, his emotion and his approach to the game, and you know, Rentro, uh, Hedges, uh, Margot, Janko, you know, they, they are fun to watch. It's just they're also brutally painful to watch at times, too, (laughs) collectively, you know, not individually, but collectively. And and I tell you what, the, you know, the Bethencourt experiment, it's like, God Almighty, uh, you know, again, that's what spring training's for. That's what the minor leagues are for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't want to be too cynical or deeply hypocritical, but that's what high school's for too. I mean,
0: yeah.
3: you know, <laughs> as as things were, you know, as the Titanic was hitting the iceberg last night, a couple of us were. Joking in the the press box. Why not just have open tryouts? Just, hey, you go play third. You look, you, why don't you play second? Uh, pull five guys out of the stands and say, you, you bat left, left, right? Get a helmet. Go take some hacks. Uh, I mean, it's just... You know, and this stuff counts in the standings. Um, yeah. You know, the, the Padres might not. You know, I've I've seen this BS on Twitter. Some of the fans, oh, we're we're not keeping standings or score this year. BS. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, as the as, as, as they call it, you know, the official term of a season by MLB is championship season. You know, they they keep stand, they keep score and they keep standings, and you know, if if the Padres are rebuilding and don't care about that stuff that's their business but the rest of the world is paying attention and uh, they're watching beth and Corp pitch they're watching eric ibar pitch and yeah you know, hey, hey, at least at least the craft beer is good right
1: <laughs> yeah that seems to be the the most important uh, most important aspect of the franchise that the team's uh, concerned about right now is keeping us all filled with suds and and and, and putting down our good hard-earned green money for those $13.50 $13.50 beers. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, it, it's... You know, last year, we had you on in April, and uh, you know, we were... had a little bit of hope about this team, because they had some veterans in them, but at the same time, we complained about the lack of talent on this team, uh, young talent in particular. You know, AJ has addressed that. There's a lot of young international players, a lot of trades, a lot of signings that he made. You know, the Padres had a good draft. Um, you know, I know you don't do much with the minor leagues or have a lot to do with it, but, you know, talk to me a little bit. Let's, let's try to get a little more positive about what the future of the team has, although it's probably not going to surface for another couple years, but let's talk about the fact that, you know, you've been here since 1991. You've seen that this team has never embraced the international market before. They've never had uh, a volume of talent that they have now. It's, you know, it, for fans that are looking for something to be excited about, it's certainly time to be excited.
3: Yeah, um, to, to a certain extent, um, I guess hardcore fans, but me being a, a cynical, hard-bitten, um, battle-damaged scribe, I'm, I don't have the patience or the stomach to watch another rebuilding uh, <laughs> Process here. I'll just be totally yeah. honest with you. I don't. um Yeah. No. You know, I I covered the fire sale in '93. I covered their. You know, I got into a screaming match with Larry lucchino the day they traded Greg Vaughn because I called it another fire sale and he he disagreed and I told him to go screw himself. He told me to go screw myself. You know, <laughs> so we we've seen the rise and fall and the fall and the fall and. You know, this all the stumbles and no World Series titles and mm-hmm. you know, just long stretches of drab crappy baseball. And you know, some people you know, remember these are prospects. They haven't proven a thing other than that they've gotten some damn big signing bonuses. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't trust my kids with a hundred dollars yet they're giving these teenagers, you know, nine, ten, eleven million dollars. Yeah, um, yeah, You know, good, good luck. Let's see how that plays out. But, you know, all there's no guarantee. I, look, I, I applaud them for finally picking a direction and putting their heart and soul and tens of millions of dollars into it, but nothing is guaranteed. You know, as they say, tomorrow's not guaranteed, so what, what makes anybody think, you know, that they're going to be printing playoff strips in 2019 or 2020? Maybe they will be but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know we got to wait until those seasons get here until we find out what's going on just like hey you know maybe the pods will you know win tonight you you don't know until you show up and watch the game yeah. but you know yeah. they they ha- they had a lot of young talent in, in the minor leagues and, and AJ traded it away during that the flop of an attempt to win now which i think in retrospect was probably all started when Mike D thought he was a baseball guy. Um, you know, he, he thought he was Larry, Larry Lucchino Jr. Yeah. And all, all of a sudden, you know, who who the hell else would want Matt Kemp other than a guy like Mike D? Yeah. You know, yeah. D, D, D should have stuck with, uh, you know, what night's gonna be bobblehead night? Oh wait, they don't do bobbleheads and he should have stuck with, you know, what what craft beers are we gonna sell, what yeah. you know, when's college night, how are we gonna do this and that? But he thought he was a baseball guy. And I'm convinced that that's you know, where this seed was planted for AJ to just go absolutely nuts that off season and drain the drain the minor leagues and mm-hmm. uh, of talent and get these stiffs in here um and now and then for them to just abandon it that probably was the right thing to do but now they're starting over and yeah they got a plan but maybe they should have just trusted AJ and his reputation for scouting Latin America um maybe that's the direction they should have gone in, in the first place
2: uh, I think those are all definitely fair points about kind of where this team's going and obviously where they've been um, I wanted to kind of go off what James was, was asking you about um, the international talent. And I wanted to talk more about A.J. Preller and kind of your impression of him and how you think he's doing um, in the role that he currently has. Well, he,
3: he's an interesting cat. Um, and, you know, again, uh, there are few people like A.J. who have, you know, almost with tunnel vision – gone down to latin america and carved out the the reputation and the you know the signings that he has but you know you also got to remember he's on a pretty short leash based on his uh the discipline not only the the scouting infractions that he wrapped up uh, down in latin america but then the medical hijinks uh last year i mean a lot of franchises Regardless of the sport, would have fired him on the spot um, last year after he got suspended. Um, but uh, you know the the owners uh, love what he's doing. Uh, slapped him on the wrist and you know steered him back down the right direction and said we'll get this taken care of. Our they made some changes to their medical department and but you know the the onus is on on AJ now to. You know, he's got these guys spent tens of millions of dollars on them, And, you know, he uh, he he's de- defined the way this franchise is going to go. And uh, I guess now we're all going to find out just if he's a genius or, you know, if this was is just the latest in a decades long uh, Padres way of not not being able to come through.
2: Do you think keeping him was the right call given how his standing looks in the league now after last year's debacle?
3: Well, you know, like like I said, I, uh, a lot of teams, in a, regardless of the sport, probably would have fired him. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Peter Seidler and... Ron Fowler, the Salt and the Suds, they believe in in AJ, <laughs> and I, I guess they they felt that uh, the two or three years worth of work that he has done, you know, they would have had to have. Standpoint, yeah, I mean, you know, the the history of the franchise has been, you know, a lot of GMs, a lot of philosophies, uh, most of work or worked for a while and then hit a brick wall. So from a, a purist point of view, a lot of people would have fired him. But, you know, the Padres think that uh, he's got the answer, and, and they're they're willing to, you know, spend spend that money on international signings and willing to wait two or three years before they um, get competitive. I mean, for, for Ron Fowler to go on the air last year and say, you know, he didn't expect them to be at 500 for a couple of years. Uh, that tells you their mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but but it's that's that's a hard thing for uh, fans paying big league prices for tickets. And like you said, the 12, 11, 12, 13 dollar beers. That's that's not exactly what a certain segment of this fan base wants to hear. No, uh, not at, they, not they, at all. <laughs> yeah, they can they can compare themselves to the Cubs or the Astros. Whatever these various rebuilding, but uh you know the, the the Cubs the Cubs have always been the Cubs. I mean they're they've got this aura about them even when they stink. You know people love them. They they were the lovable losers. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Wrigley Field, but everybody talks about it being such a shrine. You know if the Padres don't have that uh, that kind of a reputation or aura that can carry the, the ball squad through these Mm -hmm. upcoming lean years i mean yeah petco's a nice place to watch a game and you can go get absolutely hammered on uh (laughs) 12 12 beers but you know at the end of the day it's shooting the baseball and and if there's too many more games like last night's game, you know go ahead and hit me in the face with a four by four i'll be ready for it by then (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, is this
1: question that I've always wondered, uh, you know, the Padres marketing department has just gone wild the past 10 years. Well, basically since they've entered Petco, but more along the lines of the last five to 10 years. Um, you know, is that, in my opinion, that's basically because of the team on the field stunk and, and they needed to get fans in the, in the seats. They needed to get people out there. They wanted the college crowd. They wanted beer drinkers. They wanted wine drinkers. They wanted whatever. So they were getting people in the seats however they can. Now, you know, I'm trying to be positive. This team should be better slowly upon the next couple, three, four years. You know, once that happens, do you believe that the team will slowly phase out their marketing gimmicks and, and stuff and kind of allow the, the product on the field to sell tickets and put to, and put butts in the seat? Like we mentioned with, uh, you know, the Cubs and, you know, the Giants had that outstanding run of, you know, two straight years of, of sellouts. Um, do you think that's possible, or are the Padres just going to be uh, a marketing juggernaut?
3: I think, you know, I think they'll still be a marketing juggernaut. I mean, I, you, you got to hand it to them. Um, they're, that's marketing genius. You know, get people to come down for the uh, the craft beer, the the great atmosphere, the pleasant mm-hmm. nights. Uh, you know, uh, ads uh Yeah, the food's
1: excellent. The, the
3: food, the food is excellent. I mean, I I was up at. Dodger Stadium said night, uh Jay Paris, a fellow scribe, he and I we each have a kid at UCLA, so we went up there Jack Jackie Robinson Day and our kids mm-hmm. came over from Westwood and you know, it's it's pretty simple fare. Uh Dodger dogs and garlic fries and beer. It's pretty i I'm yeah. sure they've got they've got a few restaurants and a few other things, but they've remained pretty pretty stable. But I mean God it uh Peko, it's it's like a county fair. A yeah, really. you
4: know
3: you got p- pizza, fish tacos, ho uh, dads. I mean tri tips, yeah. sandwiches. Where you know what other ballpark has tri tip uh, nachos?
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's, ama- uh, it's amazing. I, I mean, I, I that,
3: remember being at Qualcomm
1: and being happy to have rallies and, and Rubios in, 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 in the stadium, seemed mind blowing at the time.
3: Exactly. If you could <laughs> in a few a few Bud Lights, that was the bonus. Um, yeah, exactly. So from that, from that perspective, it, it is marketing genius. I mean, they have the beer deck. Yeah. They've got. They they used to have Fast Eddie vodka or Eddie something, but now they got some other vodka ball. They got sit down restaurants. Um, you can drop <laughs> a ton of money. And, and, and so, from that perspective, yeah. Uh, it, well, remember the phrase that D it out ballpark experience and yeah. you know the crustiness yeah. in me would always come out when will the ballpark experience include a ball squad yes. that is competing either for the <laughs> yes. nl west title or uh even a, i hate the wild card but you know we, yeah, the wild card is a playoff spot um yeah. yeah when when will the ballpark experience include meaningful games in september yes and that's that's the thing I am most interested in, because right now, if I want a craft beer, I can go out to the refrigerator in my garage, and in fact, I know there's there's a stone, there's 394, but my <laughs> yeah. my, my wife usually beats me to the 394, because it's quite tasty, nice. but as well it should be, yeah. In honor of the late great Tony Gwynn, but you know, obviously, I can't drink when I'm getting ready to cover a game. But uh, yeah. you know, so so that that's my big thing. It's like, yeah, you see people; they have a great time, they spend a lot of money, they they have an awesome night down there in in East Village. But mm-hmm. you know, then then there's you know, hey, if watching Eric Ibar and drinking a Sculpin or whatever is part of a the san diego way then then so be it but yeah you know yeah. Well, when the hell when the hell is there going to be a champagne celebration in the home clubhouse that's what i'm interested in
1: no yeah I, that's definitely i think what we're all interested in i mean patrick and i are both not the type of person to harp on the jerseys or care about the jerseys it's it's the jersey colors and stuff it's it's about the product on the field and that's what we want for them to finally you know put that extra little edge in there and, and just you know go for it all and you know the 2015 season was was an attempt I guess a a sad attempt at that but you know it 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 really made fans excited and you know it it had been a long time since since the Padres had been nationally covered you know it was it was an exciting time and you know hopefully we can get that again but it's tough it's it's really tough being a Padre fan um you know, recently the team announced that uh, Randy Jones was going to take over as the uh, alumni division uh, or the head of the alumni division uh, from Kurt Bravacqua. Um I'd like to hear your thoughts on the team and the fact that they just sadly don't seem to embrace their history, whether it's good or bad.
3: Yeah, that, that's a great point. And a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that they keep bringing in people from outside St. Saint- Diego. Now, granted, D was here in the uh, in the '90s. You know, learned from Lucchino, but but then he went off to the the Red Sox and the, the Dolphins, and and came back here. And there's always just been this mishmash of owners and executives and and GMs and you know everybody, and, and they've. Pretty much uh, lost track with with their past and, and their alums, and you know every once in a while they'll have a, a reunion of the '84 team or the '98 team, which is all well and good. But but that they don't do an awful lot of that type of thing.
4: Yeah. And
3: again, I know I'm going to piss people off, but let's go back to the Dodgers. Uh, you know, the, Saturday afternoon they unveiled the the Jackie Robinson statue. And I mean, they, they had a they had a this was you know like a super group there. They had uh, Sandy Koufax there. Uh, they had uh, Don Newcomb. They had uh, Magic Johnson was there. You know, granted he's not a former Dodger, but he's he's Magic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
3: they they had you know Vince Scully was there. Uh, Fat Boy Tom Lasorda was there. Um. <laughs> I, I can say that because since Don Rickles uh, mocked him in a video, we can all get away <laughs> with it uh for, Frank Rock, Frank Robinson was there and um, and then we were walking to our seats and they we were on the fancy club level, only passing through because we we're just a couple of lowly scribes trying to find our seats um, but there were a couple of Dodger alumni there. Sign an autographs. They they apparently that's a regular thing. Where hmm. I can't remember who was there, but somebody that went all the way back to the Brooklyn Dodgers day. And I do believe that this this is a good attempt. Uh, and Randy Jones is a perfect guy to do it. But they do need to em- embrace, you know, the alumni that they do have now. Yeah. Granted, it's yeah. it's not that deep, obviously, of uh, uh of an alumni core. But the, those who they have access to, they absolutely should should trot out as often as they can. You know, whether they're yeah. signing autographs out on the beer deck or doing whatever it is, meet and greets, uh and the sooner the better. Um Yeah. So at least at least they're on the right track <laughs> on that. So, you know, good good for them, but they need to do an awful lot more of that. I don't care if it's Arty Frocco, and Ed Sprague.
4: Yeah, you know, exactly. Get them
3: out, get, get them out there. Bring Dave wherever Dave Staten is, bring him back.
4: Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah.
3: Let the fans go nuts um, understanding the legacy of Dave State. Yeah, and,
1: and, and, you know. and, and these ballplayers would love the interaction with the fan base that, that appreciates them and knows them. I mean, there, it's a win-win situation, so I don't understand why they continue to just neglect the, the alumni. And, and, you know, I talked to a couple of Padre alumni, and they're frustrated with the fact that the team kind of just – ignores them for the most part. Yeah. And and
3: I, I I think they're at least on the right track. I think maybe why this thing hasn't taken off is because of Randy's illness. I think that, you know, they need to, to let him beat the cancer and get back going. I've seen him out at the ballpark. I know he was there last night. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's positive Mm -hmm. about his recovery. So I think once he's, he's good to go full steam ahead, they are going to get that launched. But like I said, you know, you know, get Randy healthy, you know, God bless him. He's a great guy. He's almost as crusty as us writers are. Of course, he's probably <laughs> crustier. I think he could throw back a few more cold ones than we ever did. And you know, yeah. on day on days off, of course. Um, yeah, definitely. Pitch a game in under two hours, but yeah, that's something they got to hit just as hard as as what craft beers they have on the menu. That, yeah, that's no. got to be a connection to the fans.
1: Definitely, definitely. I mean, there's there's moments in Padre history that a lot of younger fans don't even realize, you know, like Nate Colbert's accomplishments in, in Atlanta and, you know, the, the back-to-back-to-back home runs they had uh, in, God, was that 89, 90? I don't even remember. But, you know, there's moments that are... that make the Padres who they are. You know, we haven't won a World Series title. We haven't been in the playoffs in 10 years. But there's parts of, of the team that, that can be embraced and can be cherished and, and can be shared with, with the fans to continue the legacy. Uh, Absolutely. Well, if,
3: I mean, bring Kevin Brown back and have him recreate the night he tore the Padres sign off the wall outside the, the <laughs> clubhouse. You know, fun, fun things like that.
1: Yeah, seriously. Well, there's some some things we don't want to bring back, like Roseanne Barr singing the national anthem and stuff like that. But
3: right, they definitely not. That. <laughs> but but they're,
1: they're, you know, but that's what made the team who they are. And and like I said, whether good or bad, the team needs to just realize who you are. You just got to look in the mirror and, and and know who you are and accept that. And I think once that happens, we'll start to grow. Um, hopefully, you know, you're I'm a I'm a positive Padre fan, so. We're you're, we're gonna we're gonna clash a little bit here, Bernie.
3: That's fine. It's it, it, it <laughs> our own, man.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I totally understand where you're coming, man. I mean, you've been here since '91. You witnessed, you know, the fire sale was probably your first experience with this team, major experience that you can remember with this team, and it's uh, it's hasn't gone any better since, really. I mean, that '91. Right. Team well, is...
3: plus I, you know, I'm a taxpayer, and I voted for Petco Park. You know, even even though, you know, scribes were supposed to be off on this pure island, but we're still residents, voters, taxpayers, although my my wife voted against it. And I always loved walking by Lucino and say, uh, hey, Larry, you only got 50 percent of the vote in the Wilson household. and Yeah, go after yourself. But, you know, so, you know, if anybody ever gives me lip, it's like, hey, yo, I voted for this place. You yeah, know, there yeah. aren't there aren't a lot of people in the Padre organization who were around when this thing was voted on. No, uh, and under and understand what what a gift it is that you know the taxpayers and the voters came through with this, and then the owner who pushed it turned out to be a bad dude, and sure. and, and how the, how the electorate all the years later told Dean Spanos to stuff it and you know get, basically go to hell. They weren't going to give him. You know, a billion dollars in hotel tax. Yeah, but the, yeah. The the fan the voters favorably you know reacted to the World Series sweep in '98 and voted in a sweet little downtown crib.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't. So
3: Though it, it's 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 time it's time that they get rewarded with a championship team.
1: Yeah. Oh, here here definitely definitely waiting for that well you know it looks like your your bet with uh, disco danny hayes is going to be good to go for for the season correct
3: yeah yeah just Dis, <laughs> I've, I've told disco danny for a couple years now just give me the damn beer meat uh, you're yeah, gonna it's, lose the bet yeah and, it's, it, uh, you're, you're it's time good to, to go on pay up.
1: Yeah, yeah seriously
3: yeah okay I, I have no problem with that
1: yeah all right, Bernie. Well, you know, I think we've taken enough of your time. We, we appreciate you coming on, and I also appreciate you not mentioning the other team that used to play here, which I used to root for, which I don't even like to mention their name anymore. <sighs> <laughs> that that's well, you, just, <laughs>
3: just, well, just know this, that, that for the rest of Dean Spanos' existence and his sons and grandsons and great-grandsons' existence, they will be renters yeah <laughs> they they will be if there's any consolation for the the rest of the time they will rent they will be tenants and yeah, it's sad to, it's hard to lose a professional team, but it's not you know it's losing a bad owner like that that you know I don't know if it takes some of the sting off, but it certainly puts things in perspective.
1: Yeah, no, it does. And, you know, I'd I like to applaud my co-host Patrick for washing his hands of the team a year early because, you know, I, I didn't, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm paying the price for that now.
3: Well, good, good <laughs> for good for Patrick. You know, as they say, uh, Marty Schottenheimer used to say, a player's either ascending or descending, and you don't want to wait too long to get rid of somebody who uh, is underperforming. So, ciao, team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: All right, Bernie. Thank you so much for coming on. We, we appreciate
1: it. Um, you know, it's going to be a rough season, but you know, just try to try to try to try to try to think of the positives. Maybe, uh, maybe well, you think you
3: it, have a... that's what craft beer is for. It's easing <laughs> the pain. Now, I, I can't. I, I I can't drink it. I've slipped safely back into East County, past all the checkpoints yeah. and stuff, and it's you know, well, well after midnight after those three hour twenty three games. But it's waiting for me in my fridge. Yeah, definitely. And well, guys, guys, I, I hope I hope for your sake you have a stash of it too somewhere. Yeah,
1: definitely, <laughs> definitely. All right, Bernie, thank you so much. Have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you again.
3: All right, guys, see you around. Take care. Bye bye.
1: All right, folks, that was uh, Bernie Wilson, uh, AP sports writer uh, in the area since 1991. Um, You know, he's got every right to be cynical about this team. He's seen a lot, uh, a lot of uh, information, a lot of a lot of bad baseball firsthand. Um, He's always a great interview and uh, he loves to to talk about his baseball, whether it's good or bad. Um, Patrick, any news or notes uh, before we get out of here?
2: Uh, I just want to say that uh Bernie's been covering baseball longer than I've been alive so <laughs> I will defer to I will defer Thank you for to him bringing that up when he wasn't on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been covering baseball longer than I've been alive so I will uh, yeah, defer no, to I'm... him and he can feel however he wishes to feel about this team as it is yeah, currently no, constituted.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, there there are positives to this team, you know, it's 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 going to be a long season though, folks. It it really is. Um, we just got to look for the, the positives, and you know, go up there and, and, and support the, sor- the storm. Um, they're going to have an uh, excellent uh, roster of young players, uh, the future of the Padres, if you will. Um, I know it's it's almost impossible to get out to Texas to watch uh, the missions and, and the uh, Chihuahuas, but the storm are right up the right up the freeway, and uh, you know, if you want to watch some quality baseball. Uh, some young players that are developing and uh, should be on the team eventually, you know, should check them out as well. Um, we love to support the Storm. Yeah, the, um, the Storm you know,
2: definitely deserve that, uh, that uh, shout-out for sure.
1: For sure, yeah. It's going to be, you know, as a Padre fan, you got to pick our battles and, and look for certain things uh, to be positive about. And, and the young core of this team is definitely exciting you know between Renfro and Margot we have a real shot at at a now rookie of the year so that's something to be excited about you got to look past the wins and losses at this point um and just look towards the future of this team you know if if you are a, a real Padre fan you understand what's going on and you understand that the the future is is trending the the right direction
2: couldn't have said it better myself James
1: All right, Ah, Patrick. Uh, Thank you so much, folks, for joining us on our 29th episode. Um, As usual, uh, if you have any questions or comments, please uh, get at either Patrick or I. Um, Patrick, go ahead and send us out. I think we are good to go.
2: Yeah, so give us both a follow on Twitter. Uh, James has, I don't even know how many accounts you have now, James, like three or four. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, something like that. His various East Village Times accounts, he's got his own personal account, Uh, give him a follow. Give me a follow. I'm I'm probably a little harder to find. I'm Patrick Brewer '93 on Twitter. Um, that's my yes. That's my birth year. So, as I said before, <laughs> Bernie has been covering the Padres longer than I've been alive. So, I will I will proudly wear that. Um, but yeah, give, give us a, give us a listen on Podbean. That's where we're hosted. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, and we'll be uh, coming back at you with more uh, content.
1: Definitely. We have a couple uh, episodes in the works. Uh, should be back next week with another episode, if not the end of this week. Um, don't want to give out our, our guests uh, yet, but we got a couple of excellent guests to, in line. Uh, please check us out. Follow us on iTunes or uh, download us on iTunes as well. Um, East Village Times Podcast, signing out. EBT is
0: out here broadcasting. broadcasting. EBT is out here Podcasting. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. ask them. Question and answer, James and Patrick, ask them. Padres EVT Podcast. Padres EVT Podcast. podcast. podcast.